Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Happy hump day, everybody. It's the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hi. Oh, look, I'm here. Well, for now. Am I? Where you know, am I? Can I just, uh, before we get started with the show. Yeah. I mean, this is the show. So, but before we throw a topic out there. Yeah. I just want to point out on Monday of this week, Bradley started his uh, tenure in jury duty. Yep. Not he, thinking I was going to really have to probably do much of anything. Like, oh, you guys, I've done this before. I call a number and they tell me not to do anything. And then I just sit here for two weeks. Yeah. So I'll just do the show. No big deal. So Bradley was here for the first half hour of the show <laughs> and then was called away. Yeah, because oops, checked in a break. We we're like, we hit, let's do this bit where I we pretend like I'm gonna have to go, but then I really don't because oh, I'm no. not gonna have to go. And it was really only 15 minutes. So Bradley did 15 minutes of the show, checked his phone, and then bye, bye. Okay, Peace so out. that was Monday. Tuesday, yep. he made it till 12:45. Yep. Because then, again, I when this is all when we're on the other side of this, I will give you a play by play just yes. because I think it's it's such a fascinating look into how you deal with civic duty and in, in a pandemic emphasis I mean, on the duty. duty. There was some duty, but I can't wait to share the full details. Okay, then today, Bradley, how long do we get you today? Today I'm going to be here till beep boop boop beep boop 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 beep one o'clock. I think. I mean, according to all sources, the, the street's the, the place, place to go. go. <laughs> and it's South 6th Street, 300 South 6th Street, 15th floor, I think. I don't know. I probably shouldn't say that. Anyway. Okay, so Bradley will leave after the first hour, which means we have to cram all the good stuff that he wants to talk about. I mean, not that the rest of the show won't be good, but we <laughs> yeah, want like, Bradley to have after the After that, just, you know, just whatever. You got stuff day. to do. No, Bradley, all the things Bradley brought to talk about, yeah, we're going to try mean, to cram into this first hour. There will be plenty to talk about for the rest of the show. Mm, worry I not. feel bad leaving you guys hanging, but, you know, uh, it's what we do to it's, be Americans. Yes, exactly. And I'm proud to be an I American. sang that last night at home. But did you sing the night court theme song outside the courtroom yesterday? Anyway. Okay, also, I did that theme song really quickly at the gym. Oh, yeah. Telling people what we were going to do and, they and what we know. laughed about. They didn't know that theme song. That's tragic. Uh, I'm the, old. The real tragedy of that is because it's so difficult to find old episodes. episodes? Yeah, it really is. Episodes of Night Court. And we've tried. Don't worry about it. All right, so Bradley, what is the first thing that you absolutely need to talk about today? Thank you, thank you. So all that to let you know, Kylie Jenner's cosmetics company is being sued for allegedly inflating their brand. Oh, really? 
Really? So actually, what I mean by that is that Cody Cosmetics, the parent company of Kylie Cosmetics. Now, you might not remember this, or maybe you didn't even know, um, but that's fine. Now you do. 51% of the company, Kylie Cosmetics, is uh, owned by Cody. Mm Mm-hmm. And Cody Cosmetics is now facing a lawsuit over allegedly inflating the value of her beauty brand, that is Kylie Jenner's beauty brand, Kylie Beauty, um, and deceiving shareholders. And they're being sued by a particular shareholder, business, complicated, law, legal, blah, 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 right? Mm-hmm. There's all this stuff, federal court, blah, blah, blue. Oh, um, that sounds like something you'd be familiar with. Well, yes. I mean, frankly, as a... Uh, <laughs> Convicted juror, or whatever I am, <laughs> panelist. Potential. Potent- thank you. Words. Um, <laughs> so they're really going to want me today. Um, the shareholder in question, th- this is what I found interesting about this story. So th- the fact that they're being sued by a shareholder, we wouldn't normally, this isn't CNBC, right? Like right. we're not doing deep dives on business law um, and stuff like that. But what I found interesting about it is the reason for the lawsuit. They claim in this particular case that Cody engaged in a quote, fraudulent scheme and course of business that operated to deceive purchasers of Cody. I'm reading verbatim for a reason, okay. operated to deceive purchasers of Cody shares by disseminating materially false and or misleading statements or concealing material adverse facts about Cody's business operations and prospects. And specifically, the lawsuit claims that Cody overpaid for Kylie Cosmetics. What's interesting about that is very likely I, I take what I took away from this is that very likely they overpaid because Kylie Cosmetics was overblown. Right? Right. And there's a very specific reason you might remember from a Forbes article from May of 2020 that perhaps Kylie Cosmetics was overblown in its brand potential. Why? Do you remember that Forbes article? Well, I don't remember that Forbes article. I am, my brain is in a different place about her cosmetics brand. Okay. But. Tell me what the Forbes article said. So the Forbes article, I think we talked about this back in May of 2020. That's this year, believe it or not. Uh, that's about at least three years ago. That May that was three years ago. <laughs> that's when that's when Forbes said, "Oh wait, oh, yeah. Kylie, you're not a billionaire. Yes, we uh, we, we didn't lied. Ca- we failed to carry the one because you lied, and they implied really that while Chris Jenner, the matriarch and you know guru behind the scenes of Kylie Cosmetics, because let's be real, is it, do you really think that no. Kylie Cosmetics is the reason? Is Kylie Jenner's the reason for Kylie Cosmetics one hundred percent? Maybe not. Um, even if she didn't practice actual financial chicanery, shenanigans, um, doing some no good deeds behind the scene to um, you know, to cook the books, as it were. It sounds like, according to Forbes' investigation back in May, that at the very least she was cooking the PR right. side of things to make uh, Cody look, or Kylie Cosmetics look far more um, uh, potentially saleable, and and also to make Kylie Jenner look far more successful than she actually was. So, so if you take that and then say, and then Cody looks at it and goes, "Ooh, this is a really big thing." So then Cody is not only um, being duped, but in turn, they then need to dupe shareholders. Again, right. these, this is all the alleged 
um, case as I read it. This I don't know what the actual truth is. Um, that maybe Cody then tried to in turn dupe shareholders because like, oh, we just bought this flaming bag of dew. We need to polish this turd Ferguson mm-hmm. experience, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I mean, the the interesting thing about this is for us on the Colleen and Bradley show who have been paying attention to blind items, who have been noticing some of the interesting land property deals that the Kardashians have been doing. Does <coughs> this, Money laundering. Thank you. Does this come as any surprise to us? <laughs> Buying piles of dirt for billions of dollars. <laughs> Yeah, no. Look, Bless I mean, you. It does not <laughs> surprise you. me at all. And what I really hope comes out of this, I think I wrote this in a little yeah. um, explanation. I seriously can't wait until people start looking at Kardashian finances. Maybe it's because the world we find ourselves in now where everything is a is like an eight-week investigation that we need to have happen and then eventually will show up as a Netflix series. But I, I might just be predisposed to wanting an investigation into something, whether or not there's merit there or not. But I hope that people who are responsible for looking into such things are doing their due diligence because it would not surprise me based on everything we have encountered as mm-hmm. you've referenced mm-hmm. um, indicates that they're because again it just look at the, what have we learned in the last I'm just going to be gracious and say year nothing is real and everyone thank smokes. you <laughs> and that very often when something doesn't seem to add up and it's very easy to look at ourselves and go, well, we're just a bunch of boobs on midday radio. What do we know? <laughs> but how many times have we said, well, that doesn't smell right. And then low and, and behold. Mm-hmm. It doesn't smell right. It exactly. Stinks. So I don't feel like the Kardashian financial empire smells very good. And I hope um, that people who know things do things. Um <laughs> Well, that sounded ominous. Yes. Well, it's just because I don't know how to say those words. It does make me wonder. And I know, I know, I know. But it does make me wonder if the timing of the saying goodbye to keeping up with the Kardashians could possibly be Mm. related to any Mm. trouble that could be unfolding before Now you're using that schnoodle. Yes, I know. Because think about it. If they really were under some sort of investigation... Would they want to be trotting their reality show out there? Yeah, I mean, I, I I don't know, like, certainly, but it's a good idea. Like, I just, I see them like, let's just pack up and go yeah, away and I maybe mean, they won't know. I'm just throwing that out there for yeah. consideration. I'm not saying, I haven't actually done the math on that. Um, But, you know, I think we can call everything into question when we see that there's some funny business going down. We can call everything into question, especially when it comes to the Kardashians, because they are well orchestrated. And this America, do we have any uh, patriotic, patriotic music? music? Oh, let's get that going. And, and it's extra important today on this day, the third day of my jury duty, <laughs> which has not <laughs> happened yet. It's another story. Emphasis on the duty. Go on. Duty. Um, this America is why it's important. To pay attention to the Kardashians. Because you thought it was just about these, you know, hot messes showing their dumb selfies on social media. No. It's a lesson in American chicanery. (laughs) Shenanigans. Like, it's just saying that, like, if it looks too good to be true, it probably is. Yeah. And what 
rises must fall. I don't know. I'm saying and if it like, looks like a duck and it quacks like a duck, this it's probably is why a I Kardashian. I think we are so fascinated by the Kardashians because it seems too good to be true, and it might just be. I agree. Bradley, on that note, I really can't say it better than that. Uh, when we come back, we are going to have a dirt alert mm. with Elizabeth Reese after this on My Talk 1071. Any pool. They have any because it could be. I mean, I don't know. I guess maybe we have the answer. I just haven't been paying attention, but presumably they could have been sort of in their own worlds yeah. up to this point, and it's just now that they're figuring it all out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. That could totally be the case, too. What he said. There you go. Um, Sharon Stone says people still want to see her boobs at the age of 62. Oh, of course they I do. I want people to look at my boobs when I'm 62. <laughs> she said, I'm 62. It's like, really? Grow up. And then she says, though, that she never thought she was that sexy. She said, when I did Basic Instinct, I explored my dark side and made friends with my dark side. I got to be, I got to not be afraid of my own self. And I think people find that sexy. Um, I'm not... Th- is there anything more irritating than when a fully blown sexy person says, <laughs> I didn't, I don't think I'm sexy? Well, yeah, it could be when like people who are perfectly in shape talk about Ugh. that they oh, need God, to I'm lose so weight. I think that might be more Ugh. irritating to me. <laughs> but, you know, that's me projecting or my like, own issues you know, upon like others. Amazingly beautiful people who are like, I look so awful today. Yeah. You're like, no, you never look oh, awful. No, you never troll. look awful. You never, ever look awful. Yeah. Or people who have like one little, you know, they, they try to say but that they guys, have some sort of blemish, blemish when they have perfect right. skin. You don't know what it's like to be perfect all the time. <laughs> You're right. It's I, just I, a I lot really to don't. live up to. You are right. I don't know. I mean, everyone expects that from me. They don't expect it from you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was fun. Uh, here's what Sharon Stone <laughs> did say. It's difficult because everybody expects you to be that all the time. See, well, She does say, though, it was very difficult for Marilyn Monroe. She did movies that really mattered, like Bus Stop, The Misfits, but she couldn't still get completely out of being that thing. It's very hard to shake. I will say, I do think that when you are a person whose appearance seems to be valued above all else, mm-hmm. that that can be challenging Number one, as you try to branch into other things and figure out what your value is. And then number two, as you age, it's got to be really difficult. If your appearance is what your payday is based on, that's that has to feel like a lot of pressure. It's it's also, you know, like everybody's got their things and that thing seems like it would come to, it would smack you in the face. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasts platforms and you can also find it on uappodcast.com hi everybody this is adriana trajani i'm the host of you are what you read i have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now we get everybody from sarah jessica parker to Kristen hannah mitch album Susie essman craig ferguson Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. 
face with age, right? Right. For, the, for most people, and specifically women, I think, per, in particular, right? Mm-hmm. So the, I, I can relate to that. That's the thing I can relate to is that, um, you know, I, or I shouldn't say relate to, that I can um You can empathize understand, with. empathize with, yeah, yeah for absolutely. sure. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. There you go. And Sienna, or um, Sharon Stone, it's good if people want to see your boobs and you're 62. I think we're coming further as a culture then. Agreed. I think that's positive. Um, I mentioned Sienna Miller because she split from uh, Lucas Zwerner and ended her engagement. They hit a rough patch and he was a bit immature for her. And so they have split this 2020 there's a lot of splits that are happening well i'm you know why it's pressure and it's quarantine exactly you find out who someone really is when you're stuck with them Mm -hmm. and you have to look at them all day and when you see them um you know people respond to stress and pressure differently that's a hundred percent true and so if it's like you're not i don't know if things maybe were already a little bit difficult or or they just are not nice some people just aren't nice when they're handling stress that's for sure i feel like you i feel seen right now these two (laughs) (laughs) these two were first linked in december of 2018 but there is a bit of an age difference she's 38 he's 29 i mean that could also have a little something to do with it It could be everything put it all in one big pot stir it up and you have a breakup remember when sienna miller was engaged to jude law and no. then he admitted yes. to having an affair with his children's with the nanny. nanny. Yeah. Oh, so gross. Yeah. It was so cliched and it was so bad. So bad. Yeah. Gavin Rossdale, you did the same thing. That's just so. Didn't. Oh, yeah. I mean, I hate to say this. Ben but Affleck. Didn't, that's what I was going to say. Didn't yeah. Ben Affleck mm-hmm. do 100%, it too? 100%. Mm-hmm. Yes. He totally did. He hooked up with You're the nanny. right. It is so cliche. Just figure something else out. It's also just lazy. It's so lazy. Right? Yeah. Like, if, I mean, not like, not like there's a right way to cheat, but um, it just, it strikes me that you're probably. It's like a crime of opportunity. Yeah, yeah. but it's also, it's, it's also like, I think the betrayal level is well, much deeper because oh, sure. when, especially I think when we're looking at like a heterosexual relationship and you're looking at, you know, a man and a woman and a woman has, it has, you know, kind of invited another woman into her home. To, to take care of to her take children. care of her children yeah. and sort of like fill some of the void of the things that she you know there's a lot that goes into that and there's a lot of guilt that goes into that and there's like feelings of I'm not there all the time or whatever all that and then it it feels like that's really preying on those mm-hmm. insecurities and exploiting them and then making it feel like you didn't really know what was going on in your own house it's one thing right. if you're at some like shoddy motel 6 i mean who knows what's going on at bad hotels but in your own house well, that's yeah, like the I mean, Arnold and Maria thing. Yeah, too. and there's like a hundred other things going along with that, right? Like the 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 mother whose job it is to who like who parents the children, right? Who who and then they and then the nanny who's taking on some of the more motherly roles, right? And that the then husband finds that to be sexy, Ugh. but you know what I'm saying? But it's in like, a 25 year old version, it's so gross. Yeah. yeah, it's just gross. Gross. It's also just in t- I mean, think about. The effect on the woman, because we're assuming in most cases it's the woman, right? Right. Uh, let's think about like the long-term effect you have, or uh, it will have on you to know that you let somebody into your home, mm-hmm. and that per- like the insecurity alone, like oh. separate and apart from the betrayal and adultery and all that, uh, yes, mm-hmm. of biblical proportions, though it may be. Um, just the like feeling of insecurity that there was somebody in your home that was essentially, you know, 
stealing from stealing you. Stealing from you. Yeah, mm-hmm. really. I mean, totally. Yeah. 100%. Um, Orlando Bloom went out and got coffee with Katy Perry's dad, which I just think is cute. We are going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions. We do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. And this is your 30 second pop culture challenge. 30 second pop culture challenge. Who's on the phone today, Colleen? Who's on the phone today, Holly? It's Chris. We've got Chris, Chris. on the line, and what is Chris playing for? Chris is playing for this. A MyTalk 1071 t-shirt. Yay. Hey, Chris. The timer will begin after I ask the first question. Are you ready to play the 30-second pop culture challenge? Yes. All right. Here we go. The movie Mary Poppins takes place in what city? London. Who plays the title role in the movie Rocky? Uh, Sylvester Sloan. What is the name of Taylor Swift's latest album? Pass. What shape is the CBS logo? Circle. Close. I. Yep. Mariska Hargitay stars on what Law & Order spinoff? Uh, SBU. Yes. Now, what is the name of Taylor Swift's latest album? Oh, I don't know. Think of the word mythology. What's another word? Oh, God. So close. I'm so sorry you did not win the 30-second pop culture to challenge today. But you can try again tomorrow because we do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley Show. Okay, Bradley, let's answer that last question. What is the name of uh, Taylor Swift's most recent album? Folklore. Folklore. It's a hard word to say. I, Folklore. That's the music that we play in our house when people are chewing and I can't listen to it. So I... Folklore or Taylor Swift albums? Well, folklore, but any in general, any Taylor Swift album. But yesterday when my daughter was chewing and I had to turn on the music, she goes, is this your favorite song? And I was like, yeah, it's good. I like it. Taylor Swift is just easy to cover up chewing. Glad I shared that's that with so you. weird. <laughs> what? No, that's not weird. Do you not have to play music to like cover up chewing? No. No. Never done it. Cool. Well, um, now that we've exposed my weird thing, let's uh, move on to solve some mysteries. It's not weird. It's just, you know, it's unique. Mm-hmm. Thank Different. you. That That's Minnesotan Special. For, for weird. Uh, let's solve some mysteries. We do that in the form of blind items that Holly's brought for us in this segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Ooh, lots of celebrity gossip mysteries to get to today. Here's our first one. This longtime reporter slash network host has a PR team that hired a bot army to slam the new replacement for a job the host lost. Oh, oh it, it's not Tom Bergeron. Oh, is it the female side of things? They have a name. Um, what? Who's the Aaron female? Andrews. Aaron Andrews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. Ooh. And who would be the person who took her job? Reba McIntyre. Tyra Banks. For Colleen? I mean, that's what I was saying, too. (laughs) Yeah. So. Interesting. Interesting. Aaron Andrews has hired a PR team that hired a Mm. bot army to slam Tyra Banks, specifically her hosting duties on Dancing with the Stars. You know, that is interesting because there have been a lot of headlines along those lines that like, you know, Tyra Banks is a robot, etc. Yeah. Is she a robot? Nobody knows for sure. 
I will say, like, I, I don't know. Like, it's one of those things where it's hard to to have a fully formed opinion based on one person, like one performance. Right. I just think that's kind of unfair. Like you're entitled to share your opinion, mm-hmm. obviously. So but obvious. like she she might change. If she, you know what I mean? Like, she might grow into it. I don't know. I feel bad for Tom Bergeron and Aaron Andrews, though. Uh, as do I. Um, But I did... You weren't here, Bradley, when I gave my uh, thoughtful... What did, you, what did you say? Well, so the thing... And you're right. It was her first... It was her first time hosting Dancing with the Stars, Tyra Banks. But the thing about Tom Bergeron and Aaron Andrews, but yeah, both of them, actually, is that they really were good... Specifically, Tom Bergeron was really good about moving the show along and making yeah. it not about him. Oh, sure. But making it about the dancers and yep. their story. Yeah. Tyra Banks, that is not a skill of hers. Yeah. Nor has it ever been. You know, she is a person who is used to things being about her, her being the star yeah. of the show. Oh, sure. That is not a role where you can be the well, star. It's, it's a, the show is a, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Group of people. Ensemble. Ensemble. Yeah. Yeah. It's an ensemble cast. It's not, you know, everybody is trying to like sort of mug for time. Um, but like, there's not going to be one personality. Right. So to but- have a very strong personality like Tyra Banks as the lead, uh, that mathematically seems somewhat counterproductive. Right. So it is, I mean, yeah, it's interesting, but I have noticed. A lot of headlines uh, about Twitter reactions that say basically that Tyra was terrible. And I thought that was an interesting, uh, I, I paid attention Don't to you, it. Uh, well, I wish we had more time to talk about Tyra Banks because I feel like oh. that's kind of her her thing is to be over, uh, what's the word, that she ends up not meeting perhaps what people's expectations all the time which i I, i'm not saying that's her responsibility i'm just curious because i feel like that's a common so i wonder what that's all about i have more questions we don't have time okay sorry next (laughs) we do have time for another celebrity gossip mystery here we go the a-list celebrity host Slash author who often plays the victim card has a very, very close friend who leaks information about her to tabloids. Now, this is confirmed. Oprah. What? Oh, I was like, what? Okay. A-list host slash author. Yes. And a celebrity. And celebrity. Yeah. Farrah Abraham. (laughs) Stop it. (laughs) If A stands for... Annoying. Um, uh, she's very prolific on social media and has a lot of outspoken opinions about any number Chrissy of things. Tegan. Good one. Thank you. Let me fill in the blank for you. So, Chrissy Teigen. Oh, we know who that is, though. Has a very, very close yeah, friend. she's married to John Levitt. No, no. I'm saying the close friend, you ding Well, who's the close friend? Yashara Lee. Oh. Don't so you think? That he would leak information to the tabloids? I mean, he is constantly got his pulse on the finger of pretty much any hot gossip story on social media. What did I say, Colleen? He's got his pulse on the finger. Did I say he's got his pulse on the finger? <laughs> that made me laugh. Okay. Uh, so it's Chrissy Teigen. But yes. we're not we're not positive who the close friend is, but we think it might be Ashar Ali. Could very well be. Interesting. But what the blind item is saying is that 
tabloid stories about Chrissy Teigen are often fueled by Chrissy Teigen herself talking Got to it. a friend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it wouldn't need to be somebody like him. It could be some unknown person mm-hmm. who's like, beep, boop, boop, beep. Interesting. Interesting. Well, this is, yeah, 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 yeah. Next. Next. another celebrity gossip mystery for Colleen and Bradley to solve yet another one. This A-list dual threat actress likes to pretend she's totally a hands-on parent, but she has tutors supervising her kids during online school. (gasps) Jennifer Garner. (gasps) No. Aw, shucks. Mm -hmm. I'm not surprised. Go on. Well, where were her kids when she was on the beach with Bradley Cooper? Thank you! Fill in that blank. <laughs> Jennifer Garner likes to pretend she's totally a hands-on parent, but she has tutors supervising her kids during online school. I mean, listen, can I be honest? Which is fine. Even the most hands-on parents, if they had the means and the ability, would have tutors. You tutor the crap out of those tutors. kids. Right? Oh, because God, have- no matter how hands-on you are... You and by the way, I also hate that term hands on parent. Like, isn't all parenting hands on? Well, it kind except of is. For people and that like, don't have hands. That's true. I mean, that's why I don't like it because I feel like it really. <laughs> no, what I was going to say, it's offensive to handless people. No, my <laughs> my point is this: like the baseline of parenting is involvement. It should be involvement. So, like, to say that person is a hands-on parent, it's like... Like, versus what? Yeah. All the other parents are like, like I don't know. Yeah, that are just, like, I neglecting their kids. Yeah, exactly. Where are they? But my point is this. No matter how no matter how attentive you are to your children and their online learning, if you're not... I mean, teaching them or being the person to help them with their learning is not, A, always easy for anybody, but B, also not actually always great for the kids, right? Like there are times where I say to my kids, like, I can't be your blank today because I'm your, I have to be your mom. Because you're exercising some humility about the situation. Also, I think, I mean, just to, I think it's an important caveat, but I also think that the point of this blind item is saying like, for somebody who's trafficking in a certain stereotype now whether that's valid or not that's a whole separate conversation because i don't know that it's appropriate to hold her to some unnecessary standard of parenthood um although i will say we can hold her to you know the standard of baking things like if you told me she wasn't really baking full time Mm -hmm. in her home and she was just like eating like gas station snacks that that's something (laughs) i would want to know because she's always like, oh, look at this cute little dish I made. No, she's actually eating Funyuns and Twizzlers. Yes. Oh, man, and that And just like great. lifting a cheek. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that was fun. Well, those are homemade, at least. Okay. Hey-o. Okay. When we come back, I'm going <laughs> to shut this down. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we have a new publationship to focus on. What's a publationship? A relationship for publicity. We call them Volms. We'll tell you about Volms. them when we come back on My Talk 1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything. Hey, what's up? Clear that throat. We all do it.
At least it wasn't a burp, honey. Oh, exactly. And there. Um, so uh, we're trying to get all the goods into this first hour because we're going to lose Bradley, or at least all of Bradley's goods in this hour because Bradley is leaving. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. ...to perform his civic duty uh, in a couple minutes here, but one of the things we definitely wanted to touch on is a new publicationship. And what's a publicationship? It's a relationship for publicity. And who is our brand new shiny publicationship? I don't know what to call this, but I think Volms is an option. Yeah, I mean, it's not Volms. It just sounds like... It's either that or Hitolo. No. Um, But Katie Holmes and Emilio Vitolo Jr., they are now a thing and have been spotted together frequently since September 1st, at least. Mm-hmm. And um, we have an exclusive over at People. Oh, so hmm, like, what does that mean? So that usually means uh, the call is coming from inside the house. Um, which side of the house is for you to decide who do you think is giving the following information so Mm. you can play the home game. Mm -hmm. And Colleen, uh, please let me know what you think. So here's the exclusive from People. Katie Holm texts New Flame Emilio Vitolo Jr. all day long, says Source. He can't get enough. Okay. Um, I would say that comes from Emilio Vitolo Jr. Mm Mm-hmm. I think and that's also a good guess. Texts all day long. Like, I don't. What does that mean? Right? Like, don't we all do that? Right? Okay, anyway. So, the story itself is reported by PayPal. Um, I'm sorry. That was usually how I say <laughs> E. e. <laughs> or, okay. Yeah. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Uh, Katie Holmes and her new flame are sticking close as their relationship develops. Oh, I bet they are. <laughs> what? These aren't words. So um, it then goes on to talk about how they uh, have frequently been shown uh, expressing the PDA, kissing on the street. Um, In the latest issue of People, a source says the two have been talking almost nonstop. They don't even say nonstop. Almost Almost nonstop. nonstop. Emilio is very charming. Flirty. It's easy to see how Katie fell for him, the source says. He wrote this. She seems very into him. She keeps texting him all day long, and he loves it. He can't get enough of her attention. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, my God. He wrote that, you guys. How do we know specifically, other than the fact that we can do math, which, frankly, in this day and age is not a given, um, in addition to the fact that we can do math and read an article, and we've done this enough to kind of like read between the lines, how do we also know that this is 100% true and coming, well, 100% coming from... Mr. Vitolo Jr. Well, because it's incredibly flattering for him. And thirsty. And thirsty Emilio's because we very know. very charming. Flirty. Tell us about Mr. Vitolo Jr.'s thirst. Well, he has been uh, a noted um, celebrity follower. You can see that he has inserted himself in many stories of many celebrities, including but not limited to the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> Um, 
he the restaurant he owns is a uh, well I don't even think he owns it or his restaurant his dad his dad's restaurant um is decorated with pictures of celebrities who have visited. He also had, I believe it was a tweet. Was it a tweet? Was that a tweet, Holly, or an Insta? Or an Insta. Uh, an Instagram. I'm famous, you guys. Deal with it. I'm famous. Shut up and deal. I'm paraphrasing. He just really wants to be somebody. And we all know those people, don't he, we? He's friends with Nick and Joe Jonas. That's what it Didn't is. Didn't he say, like, get over it? It was deal with it. Deal. Period. With Period. It. Period. I'm surprised you didn't put a clapping in there. Well, you put the periods, so. And all caps, and that's yelling on the internet. So it's <laughs> it's thereby uh, pretty much a slam dunk. If I were in a courtroom right now, I would stand Which up you're in the not, jury box. I mean, box. don't, you are getting a little big for your britches. Okay, Mr. Jury Duty. Hi. Mr. Alleged yeah. Jury Duty. You, sir, are guilty uh, as charged. I object. I object. You! Uh, And specifically because this, because first of all, what? Who would ever write this story? Also, I just feel bad for the schlemiel over it. People who got the email, like from Mr. Vitolo Jr. I guess this is my story. I guess I'm going to write about how much (laughs) Katie Holmes is Ale Russian. With. What did you say? Ale Russian. Oh my God, I thought you said something. <laughs> oh, no, the name of the person who wrote that story Rhymes was with Schmanel. Oh, oh it's, it's like, excuse you. No, the person who was responsible for that story was Ale Russian. Oh, okay. That's a name of That's, a person? Get How do you it? spell that? No, don't wear it out. <laughs> no, seriously. Ale, A L E. Oh. Russian. Maybe like, Ali? Oh, maybe. But why would you? People don't do that to your children. <laughs> don't do that to your it's children. It's spelled A L E, which is yeah, A L. Ale. Yeah. Don't do that. It probably is Allie, but don't do that. <laughs> it's a female, oh. and she's an editorial assistant. Yeah, at her name is Allie, and her I'm annoyed so... <laughs> now. <laughs> do you want do me to that tre- to your kid? Should we treat her? Hey. We are annoyed <laughs> at your parents. I mean, she probably is sick and tired of it, too, because every time she showed up in class from kindergarten on, they were like, Ale, and she was like, it's Allie. Oh, I'm sure. You know? But if, hey, if that's her, you know, biggest row to hoe, as they say. I don't know that it will be. Sounds like <sighs> an episode of The Maury Show. <laughs> Which, is that can still I say, on? Um, can I, did you not hear me? Did I not tell you? <laughs> you told us. You told us Jerry Springer yeah, that you were watching that. Oh, Did I you mean you, Mopo? I I got my my <gasps> old uh, white guy talk shows mixed up. You were watching Mopo? No, and it wasn't Mopo. Did, it oh. was it was Jerry. It was Jerry. Sorry, I got my my Springers <laughs> and Mopoviches confused. Now they had that on in the jury waiting area. I was oh like, God. I don't know that Jerry Springer isn't a Jerry, pro. Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. But really, is Mopo still on? Yes. Oh, we would. God. We would know. I was blown that away that Maury, or that uh, Jerry, Spr- Jerry is Jay still Springs. on. Jerry Springs. Mr. Springy. <laughs> He's still got a spring in his step. Uh, go figure. Yeah, Mopo's still on since 1991. 23 seasons. Congratulations, Maury. Yeah. Wow. Cash him that check. Look at that. He's you just know that Connie Chung is like, yes. 
Exactly. Um, boy, I want to. I want to see what goes on on Mopo these days. I think I'm going to set my like, haven't DVR. Haven't they done all the shows? That's what I'm saying. I'm going to set the DVR. Here's what's on I used today. To be a daily watcher. Here's today's episode. Okay, what's on today? I don't episode? make boys. I can't be your son's father. Oh, this is just exactly what I was hoping. Maury Povich would I still don't be bringing. Make boys. Is that a man saying he can't birth or he? What? We don't have time to talk about this, Bradley. You I have gotta to go. go to jury duty. When All we right. come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, <laughs> tell us the funny thing your kid did that they got from watching you. 651-641-1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.